Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Life. Life is a 2017 American science fiction horror film directed by Daniel Espinoza and written by Reet Reese and Paul Wernick. It follows a team of scientists aboard the International Space Station who discover a rapidly evolving life form that they learn caused a complete extinction on Mars and now threatens all life on Earth. Let me tell you something about life. Yes, mate. I love it. But <laughs> it's a motherfucker. Guys, okay. Sean now, loves life and it's now, a motherfucker. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. um, well, some good names in there, little, uh, like Rhett Reese and, yeah. and Wernick. They're yeah. the guys who did, I think, Zombieland and Deadpool. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. So, this is a kind of weird one for them. Yeah, that it's not weird. the same tone at all. Like, if you remove the Ryan Reynolds kind of snarkiness that's a little bit present, not yeah. to his usual standards. No. It's probably it kind one of his better, more subtle performance. I actually agree. I was looking at his filmography recently and thinking, how many good performances does this man actually have that aren't just, like, fucking annoying? Like yeah. The, 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 the yeah. persona that we know now, and it wasn't many. I'll give you three. But I didn't count this one in because I'd forgotten about it. Right. This has got to go in. Yeah. So it's life. It's both Deadpool's. Like you could, you could argue that he's smug and smarmy, but he hits the mm. brief, and that's yeah. unfortunately because he's good uh, yeah. at Deadpool. You've got to give him Deadpool. I think that's just like that's the the peak of of his powers. I, I really. genuinely feel like you have to give him Van Wilder, part of liaison. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, yes. I've forgotten about Great that. Great movie. Yeah, no, um, fair enough. Two guys go on a pizza place. Yeah, I think you've also got to give him on all cylinders. I think you've got to give him the proposal. His chemistry with Sandy B in that movie. Okay, amazing. Well, look, maybe he cooks more than we think. Yeah, okay. yeah, look, yeah, yeah. It's a corny, dumb film, but yeah, I love it. I love the proposal. I've seen that so many times. Why? <laughs> Great question. Because yeah. you love a rom-com. Because I love a rom-com and I love Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with Ryan Reynolds, though, my, my kind of issue, if there is one, is that because he plays that same sort of sarcasm, irony, quippy him, he, who he really is, yeah. I find it really hard to take anything he does as a character seriously. I agree. Completely. Like, even in this- Role, which is this is a pretty serious flick, really. Yeah. Like he's there to bring some levity to it, and obviously yeah. he's there for the the little twist that we think. Uh, oh, yeah, very well done too. I yeah. love I love a movie that puts all its marketing, like to a lesser extent. Um, what's that? The Alien movie, Requiem? I uh, know Alien, Alien, um, like the actual Alien movie. No, no, the one that comes after Prometheus, Covenant, Covenant. Yeah, where a lot of the marketing is like James Franco is the captain of the ship. Yeah, James yeah. Franco is the captain of the ship. Movie starts. Captain's dead. Yeah, right. Like captain is dead at the start of the movie, and you're yeah, like, yeah. you cheeky fuckers. <laughs> I like that as a move. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like here where it's like Ryan Reynolds is clearly the hero. They even set up, you know, Gyllenhaal's playing a bit of a moody shit. Yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, I, I think I see the the pattern here. Reynolds goes in to sort of help out. It's like, right, he'll deal with this, and they'll mm. get out, and they'll have to deal with the next problem. Nah, dead. Mm. Especially. Because he goes in in the hero move, yeah, like he's going to save that guy. So you're like, oh well, you get reward. For even going 
didn't hear him, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might come up when we talk about foolish acts on this uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I don't know if you clocked the, the director, Daniel Espinosa. He's the yeah. director of Morbius. Talk about foolish uh, choices there, Daniel. Are you kidding me? And it's baffling, really, because you watch this and you think, man, this is very, very competent. It's very yeah, good. It's got, it's got a lot of like the alien sort of movie tropes. Yeah, there's, but there's I think probably it not a lot to knows it that's, that. that's new. Yeah, it knows what it's doing. Yeah. I think it just does it really, really effectively. Yeah. It's well yeah. directed. The act, like, this is a great cast of actors. Yeah. yeah. They're all, and they're all fucking good. No one's weak at all. Mm. I think the cinematography of this is particularly good. And that I find interesting because the cinematographer, I think his name's Seamus McGarvey. Okay. And he, he's the cinematographer for the first Avengers movie. Right. And when that came out, he copped a lot of shit from a guy named Wally Fister. Yeah. Who, a long time ago was Christopher Nolan's go-to cinematographer. Yes, and tried to make a movie. Yes, and he, yeah, his movie Transcendence is a real piece of shit. Like one, of the, one of the genuine years. terrible movies that you watch. Yeah. But at the time that Avengers came out, he ripped into this guy and just was like so smug about because he'd just come off doing like the Batman movies right, and stuff. Right. And he was like talking about how shit the Avengers looked. Yeah. And you might look back at it now and there might be some stuff that like, you know, it's a bit like, oh, okay. Mm. Avengers was fine, but I just think- as a peer in that industry, mm. he just ripped into this guy because he was like, well, I, I was nominated for an Oscar for Batman Begins and your right. comic book movie looks like shit. But then I'm happy because to see this guy do something like this, yeah, and he's gone yeah. on to do other great films as well. Yep. He's a good cinematographer. For sure. Yeah. Especially like, I think there's a, is what, it a 10 minute one that starts eight, 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 eight minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. There's yeah. so many good shots in this that are just incredible. Well, even even the shots, um, it's in that point where they're trying to repair the outside of the ship. Like, yeah. All of that stuff, whenever they're outside the ship is just- so good. And even just the way they frame shots when people are looking for, what do they call it? Calvin? Yes, Calvin. Yeah, when they're yeah, looking yeah. for Calvin and just like mm. they show you these big spaces and you're just looking at it being like, there are so many places that little fucker could be. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, yeah. There are so many places that little but fucker could be. I agree. I think it uses like the space setting and the space station setting really, really well, which like yeah. I-, I could see in lesser hands could just kind of come off as bland and boring, yeah. but it-, it never really does in this. I think crucial to it too, it does a thing movies do I love where it shows you that space early on. Right. Like, and-, and really, we go probably 25 minutes before anything bad happens. Mm. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing where- It's awful because you learn, but- this crew, I care about oh, them all. Well, that's the yeah. great thing about it. Like, I, I read a review from this from someone, uh, some prominent film critic in America, and mm. they were kind of like, oh, it's just sad, and it's just 90 minutes of running away from this thing. I'm like, well, no, it's, it's not. It is sad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not 90 minutes of running away. You get probably half an hour of, of like, of things are good. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're doing their they're, science. They're, they, they're they've, excited. They've discovered life on Mars. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's like, whoa, this is such a profound moment. And then life comes on the screen and there's yeah. nice music. And then, you know, they're all hanging out. Hiroyuki Sonata has a baby. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking, it's a family up there. It's really nice. Yep. Yeah, so it's yeah. not just 90 minutes of running away yeah, from Yeah, they have that great early moment where they're talking to the news reporter down on Earth and yep. the kids there and sort of explaining who they are, what they're doing, and the yeah. fact that they've literally found alien life for the first time ever. And obviously works as exposition, and that's great too. But there is a line in there where you're like, well, we, we kind of have to be a family here because all our families are down there. So we yeah. have to be there for each other. Yeah, does one of the kids ask, do you miss your family yeah. or something like that? And I think yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is like, yeah, but I've got one up here too. Yeah, It's exactly. nice. And I think, is he doing like, he's riding on the bike. Like, right. Yes, they're doing a triathlon. Beck, they're doing a triathlon yeah. against each other. And Beck Ferguson's like, and I'm winning. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. there's a nice little bond here. And like, right. I think a kid's like to, maybe to Hiroyuki, like, uh, how do you go to the toilet up there? Yeah. And he's like showing them the spaceship <laughs> right. and stuff. That's yeah. cool. Or it's really cool. Mm. It adds a level of authenticity to a movie. Like, that is, the, the concept is ridiculous. It's, it's they yeah. find life on Mars and it's a parasitic destruction, you know, evil creature, whatever. Yeah. But 
they grounded in reality because you know watching that space station mm. that if a trip went off now to do that, you could absolutely see where it's like as part of your role on the ship, you're going to have to do video diaries right. for TikTok and Instagram. And <laughs> we're going to get some kids to talk to you. Like It just feels like that's exactly what that sort of thing would be. Where yeah. they, they'd be on the news. They'd be like doing the soft touch interviews on like a sunrise where it is a yeah, joke. Yeah. Like, oh, who's winning the triathlon? Like yeah, yeah. dumbing down the science. Like everything about it yeah. feels so authentic. Yeah. In that early part. Mm. And then what's really great is they give you... What I particularly love is often in... And look, it sometimes works in some movies. I, I think of um, something like No One Will Save You where the aliens are humanoid-ish, but right. they're still a little bit wrong. But this is like pure alien mm. creature in that it doesn't look like anything. Yeah. Like it just looks like, like a butterfly mm. with tentacles maybe. Sure. Yeah, like it just... Yeah. And I guess that's the nature of the creature is it, mm. it grows and changes. But just it looks completely alien, which again... Gives it another level of reality yeah. that we found life on Mars, but it doesn't look like doesn't look like anything. It kind no. of to me made me think of like, have you seen an amoeba? Yes, which is yes. like a single cell. Yeah, uh, it kind of looked like a giant version of that, which mm. I think is great because they also can like completely change their form in lots of ways. They're not really like fixed. And I think, yeah, that's terrible. We've talked about this before and we'll get to it when the for the where we scared. But like a monster that keeps evolving, keeps changing yep. means that you're never safe. Even no. when you think you've clocked it, doesn't matter. It's going to go to its next form. The evolution's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. I think no, uh, you probably get the best look at it when Hiroyuki jumps into the like the uh, skate right. pod. Yep. And it's trying to like crush it essentially uh-huh. yeah. and it's just sort it's of staring at all him. the way out. Yeah, yeah, and it's just sort of it's almost like got like a frill neck lizard sort right. of thing going on yeah. as well. It yeah, looks so cool. Um while we're on the believability, one thing I wanted to talk about, I was start I was watching this at the start and I was sort of at some point I'm like, hold on. How do they film this anti grav stuff? Like what what's the what's the trick here? So I looked it up. And sure enough, they're all on wires is the is the trick. They're suspended on wires and they digitally remove them later. But I think both whoever's doing the wires and the actors themselves, the fact that they're acting while consistently swinging around on wires, like for a good most of the movie, they are swinging around having to act. Yeah. Like you'd sort of have to have a second of that. You're like, hold on. No, that's very impressive. Physically impressive. Yeah. As well as the acting component. Because they, they just have look chill. Yeah. They look calm. But actually this wire is fucking swinging you they around the so room. They look so relaxed. Like right. They, even hearing that there's a wire attached, I still don't quite know how they, that's yeah. how they do that. And the fluidity of it, like, yeah, like it was doing the wires is like for it to not to go smacking into the wall. I think it's during the big one at the start. Ryan Reynolds is outside trying to catch the thing, right? Yeah. And then it, the camera moves around at one point, and Hiroyuki's just sort of like almost like sitting on the roof. Right. Like, even just pulling that off is crazy. I started yeah. to feel a bit dizzy watching it. I'm yeah, like, sure. I see that. Fuck, he's, up, he's upside <laughs> down. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Is this after gravity? Uh, uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, so, yes. I think gravity was about 2013. I could be wrong. So is that like, I guess, the tech in. That. The tech has probably got better, and yeah. that's probably it's pretty, it's pretty good in gravity. I, I mean, so. and yeah. that, that's what I mean. Like yeah. gravity walks, so life can run. Yeah. Although yeah. gravity's running too, so gravity yeah. runs, so life can sprint. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one other thing about the so the Daniel Espinosa of it all is that right. when it came out, a lot of people oh, thought. Yes. Because of the ending, mm. that this was like a backdoor thing, as in like a setup for the Venom movie, right? Yeah, like like literally, I remember this theory so strong to the point where when I first saw the trailer, it was on a post where someone was like, "Oh my god, we're finally getting a Venom movie!" Yeah, which we watching, which it, we did, which we did, <laughs> fucks us. Probably a better one than what they would have done. I think it's. I'm glad it's not because obviously the tonal difference between oh, this and Venom is different. So Tom Hardy's apart. Venom, yeah, very yes, different. Was, yeah. The question I have then was that ever a thing? Like, where did that rumor come from? Was it just a bunch of 
fanboys on the internet. Probably fanboys it. on the internet. Yeah, but it yeah. wouldn't shock me if Sony were kind of like, we'll just see how this plays out. Well, yeah, we'll let it live a little bit yeah. and see how it goes. But yeah. you're right. The tone is like, yeah, you would have to create a movie that right. fits into that. I mean, you probably wouldn't. Sony can do whatever the fuck yeah. they want and they probably do. I mean, they made Morbius, so. Yeah, yeah. wow, well, there it yeah. is. Uh, I was actually surprised by the tone of this thing. I think, one, because of Ryan Reynolds, but two, it's like Hollywood. Yeah. I was expecting uh, sort of a bit more- I don't know, tiny cheek. Yeah, a bit more like <laughs> a bit more, yeah, like lightness and and sort sure. of your usual sort of Hollywood act, like action, I guess, rather than horror. Yeah, but it no, it is it is horror, and like, and like I said, it's actually got a little bit of heart in there, mm. which I really appreciated. And so yeah, the tonally was actually quite like more serious than I was expecting. Maybe that's the little difference to it, I guess, mm. from some of the other films in that genre that it's sort of trying to trying anyway. to mimic a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I just did a quick little. Detective search. Just sure, see sure. if there's anything. And there's an interview with uh, uh, Reese, yep. the writer, who's just like, no, it's, it's just not. Yeah. yeah. People are like, yeah, but there's a lot of fan theories. And he's like, yeah, good for that. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. That. Whereas like, if, if this was a Zack Snyder movie, like yeah. long after the fact, he would have been like, oh, yeah. it's Oh, uh, no, the fans got it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, Venom's yeah. In, a, in one of the shots. You can see <laughs> yeah, him. You can see him. Uh, there's you a character in, in it named uh, Reddy. Yeah. And that's kind of Eddie Brock. <laughs> uh, one of the actors, He's you don't see this in the film, but in a bio that I wrote about him in my notebook, uh, his favorite Pokemon trainer is Brock, and that is also a reference yeah. to uh, Eddie Brock. <laughs> who like, and, uh, <laughs> life is in the same universe as Army of the Dead. Yeah, of yeah. You're just okay. So Sean's yeah. reacting. <laughs> Earlier today, Sean read an article where Zack Snyder was like, "Minor movie Rebel Moon takes place in the same universe as Army of the Dead." Uh, I'm a big fucking idiot. Oh, you said that in the interview. It's yeah. really weird. Wow. It's very candid. I'm a fucking I mean, idiot. Very yeah. honest of him, I guess. Very yeah. candid. Uh, like, man, shut up, Zack. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, while we're still in the early stage of the film as well. I think one thing that I liked and appreciated and thought, oh, that's an interesting thing to include, how Neil was revealed to be paraplegic. Yeah. So, at the start, we obviously don't know. But again, in space, yeah, it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter, no. Uh, and so, I, I love that. I think that's just such a nice, again, when it comes to film and writing and all this sort of stuff, it's all about the choices you make. And I just think that's a good, interesting choice. Yeah. That, I don't know, makes you connect with the movie that just just that inch more than if he was just able-bodied. Yeah. It's just a nice, again, it just adds that layer of authenticity. Mm. It means that by the time things go bad, you've invested emotionally with all of these right. people. Because the performances are good, you buy it from mm. all of these people. You invest in the relationships. You don't want anything bad to happen to them, which is what we love in a horror movie where we right. start giving a shit about people and then things start going horribly wrong, which means that when they when they make big sacrifices, like Haruki's is... Uh, I'm trying to think of who's the biggest sacrifice. Gyllenhaal's is pretty big. Gyllenhaal, I think. But is Haruki's there, is yeah. when he he's trying to stop the other ship from yeah. basically coming out and then inadvertently is like, I'll come and do this. And Calvin's like, I'm going to come too. Yeah. <laughs> you want a friend? Yeah. Yeah. But like, so you, you each time these characters have to make this big choice to be like, I've got to do this or otherwise we're all right. doomed. It just adds this gut punch of weight to it being like, fuck, mm. another one. And more importantly, you believe it because yeah. you've seen them as the family they are. Like, so as well as not only the, the family they are, that they are all logical people who fully recognize how dangerous this thing is and how bad it's going to be for Earth if it makes it Earth. And so they're not doing it just for them, just for like- um, Survival. So Yeah, they're doing it for the survival. Like, and again, not even in like sort of your overblown Armageddon sort of way, right? Where you're like, that's, that's there, fine. There's I love a, there's a place Armageddon. for Armageddon. Exactly right. Five stars. But I kind of like, these yep. are scientists and they're looking at it with that scientific mindset- and they're like, yeah, we cannot let this happen because it's going to equal potentially the end of human life on Earth. See, this proves that Michael Bay's movie is a little bit ridiculous because if you trained a bunch of drillers <laughs> on how to look after a space creature, they wouldn't do it logically. They no, would, no, no. Bruce Willis would try to punch that creature in the face. <laughs> yes, Armageddon is only a little bit ridiculous. Yes, yeah. only a little bit. Yeah. The rest of it holds yeah. up 100%. Yeah. Four and a half stars. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Boys. Where we scared? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking creepy as shit. This man. is a fucking cooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great design, like you said. Yeah. Uh, and like we said, we can't really get our head fully around it. I also love how quickly it grows. Yeah. Like as, as soon as obviously once it gets that rat, that, rat, that is a grotty scene. The grot, poor I think, rat. Oh, I did also have the thought. I'm like, it's so crazy to me that that rat doesn't know it's in space. Yeah, <laughs> that rat is in space. It is yeah, interesting. Animals, yeah, animals not know they're in space. <laughs> I mean, this dog barely knows. He doesn't know right where he is right now. Yeah, <laughs> man, that just makes me sad because now I think about Lyca, the dog. Right. Mm. Ah. But, but you yeah. like what's interesting about seeing that rat just get you know fucking covered yeah. and destroyed. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, and then once it grows, that's what it will do. To, that's what it can do to humans. Exactly right. It's just going to wrap around you and suck everything out of you. Yeah, it literally is like the movie's called Life because it is d- just absorbing all life. What's the antithesis of life? It yeah. is life is this, and this thing is is something it's else. It's Just an absorber of life. Yeah, and then also I th- again, I think it played really well because you. Obviously, we know we're watching a horror movie, so there's the sense of danger already. But when um, Neil is like got it in like the little chamber or whatever it is, mm. and he keeps playing with it, and then you're like, "Oh, look, it's reaching out, it's touching me. Oh, it's on my finger." And you're like, "Buddy, buddy, yeah. what are you doing? What are you?" He doing? just got. It was a science boy who just went too far. Yeah, he just loved the science. Yeah. And like As a I, science boy, did this tickle your? Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah. again, I generally the idea of I. Th- I think because they've come at it in such a scientific mindset of life isn't, oh, we found some alien egg like from Alien. They're like, no, it's a it's a tiny, tiny cell that you need a microscope for, like they explained to the kids. Like that is way more, that I can believe. You know mm. what I mean? Like for Mars, for the, the climate it is and everything that it's sort of, that it's not really, like, yeah, life cannot exist on that environment. It just cannot. There's like barely an atmosphere. But potentially this like, like obviously there are extremophiles that live in like, volcanoes and live in the Arctic shelf and all this sort of stuff. So, these tiny, tiny, tiny single-celled things that have managed to evolve to these extreme environments. So, like, 
having that as the choice, I thought, brilliant. Having it then like the way they woke it up, okay, even the fact that they have to wake it up, like a, a lot of organisms do hibernate in various ways. So, like that kind of plays really well. And then the way it's like, okay, and then its life cycle is to just grow. Consume. As quickly as possible, consume and grow. So, like 100%, I was like, this is really great. They put enough thought in there. Like I think with science fiction- the trick isn't to get the science 100% right because it's fiction. The fiction needs to exist in there as well. But the trick is to give enough that it feels right. Yeah. It feels like you've gotten 10% accurate. You could go, oh, that fact's real, that fact's real. And then the rest of it we're there for because you've set up enough of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I th- 100% think these writers did exactly that. Mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah. it's When you talk about that, there's that- What's that creature? Tardigrades? It can live in space? Yeah, There's yeah. like- What do they call them? Space bears or something? Yeah, I'm like, fuck, what is this? Yeah. Mate, you know about space bears? No. Is it called space bears? That sort yeah, of a- get a photo up. Right, I'm going to get a photo of a tardigrade. They're kind up, of man. weirdly adorable. Okay. You would have seen it- Until yeah. they rip your face off? No, no. No, they're, they're, they're tiny. tiny. They're tiny. You wouldn't so get, I'll rip you your face you off. You cannot see them with a human eye. Finds a way. They're these, right? like, they, they again because we can't help but anthropomorphize anything. They kind of look like chubby little six-legged bears. That's tardigrade. For lack what of a the word. fuck? It's tiny, yeah. mate. So that's under a microscope. That's yeah. Under what the way. heck? Like tardigrades is what this article says. <laughs> that is so. That'll be electron microscope. Yeah. That'll yeah. Be, yeah, um, yeah. Wow. But they can live literally in the vastness of space, yeah. just floating through space in a vacuum. Uh, tardigrade <laughs> nickname. Water bear. Water bear. Water bear, not space yeah. bear. Yeah. Space bear's way cooler than that. Yeah, space bear sounded really cool. Uh, NASA, we've got a suggestion yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> they look a little bit like, like this one here looks like the caterpillar from A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah, it does. Heimlich. The ostrich one, yeah. one, yeah. Chunky little boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe maybe I want to come back as a tardigrade. It's so funny how humans can, make, can just go... Yeah, that's cute. I've decided it's cute. Yeah, I like it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it somewhat resembles like a dog or whatever. Tardigrade on finger. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a ring. Ah, uh, okay. I was like, there's no way you can have a tardigrade on no. your finger. Well, you can. You just can't see it. Yeah. Um, so, back to the scares. There was also in that scene where Neil's playing with it and everything like that and then, like, gets his hand. Again, that glove. That glovey shit. What are you doing? Like, oh, oh that, no, no, no. That's a really good glove. It's clearly, like, fucking plastic or whatever. Like, what are that's you doing? It's a strong glove, man. It's a strong glove. And then the way it's, like, wrapped. It's just, like, yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, even it's, need to get into the glove initially. It is, it like, snapping his yeah, hand. Yeah. And then when he brings the hand out and it is just it flops. flopping. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, oh, it's I hated it, man. Yeah. That really whole sequence where he's, yeah, where he's, it, it's got him locked in there is such a great little set piece because it's quite a long sequence where mm. he's, before he pulls the hand out, when he's just stuck. Yeah. Like he initially panics, they tell him to calm down, calm down so he calms down hand. and then it gets fucking worse. Yes. And it's just pain. But yeah. there's a bit too where he sort of relaxes and it starts to relax too and he's like, okay, good, good. Well, he tries relaxes. to distract it. He's got the, uh, the electro, the electro knife thing. It's like yeah. a sharp yeah, thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He holds that and nearly goes for it. And nearly. then, nah, it lost interest. And he's just like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Even what do though, I do? Like, yeah. Well, like, maybe we should get to our next question. Do our characters act wisely or foolishly? They do. <clears throat> no, initially, they just don't. Because to be honest, Too horny once, it, once it breaches the glove, yeah. they should just be like, sorry, but he's a write-off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they can do. Can they open, but some of them can they open the door and that. suck everything out of that? Little lab, don't or know if they had can a, they burn had the lab? Well, that's what they do. They use the yeah. they burn it with the fire thing, but that did nothing but to it, just, it. It doesn't kill it, and then it just goes into the fire escape that vent, yeah, that is for the fire breach. Yeah, thing. I don't know if that lab did have a airlock sort of. You would thing. think it would. Well, it has an airlock what, from yeah. outside. There's the airlock, right? To get but in, not one to outside, but not one to of, vent out. Yeah, yeah. To vent, that seems yeah. like a flaw in the in the design. Well, I think they assume you're bringing hostile life. Right, that's yeah. that's the assumption. The assumption is that we build and a it's lab, so small initially, but also we build a lab, yeah, based on the things we have on Earth, and this thing isn't from Earth. No, but yeah. are they are they anticipating finding life, or are they just looking at soil samples? Oh, I mean, I guess the hope would be life. 
for sure. That's why you'd be looking to me, at me. They didn't plan it. There needs to be a, a fucking Extra airlock strategy. that just yeah, yeah. sucks everything out. Yeah, yeah. Although it, 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 it would probably have found a way to cling on to them. Well, it does yeah, to yeah. um, what's his name when they f- they just find his body floating through yeah, the ship right. and it's inside his yes, leg. Awful. Yeah, I hated that. It's bad. It's I think I think the thing is they make a couple of mistakes early, but they're not like crazy mistakes because they're dealing with something outside of the realm of their understanding. Right. From that point on, I think they actually do make some great calls. The problem is, yeah. none of it none of it works. I would say they're mostly like mostly logic over emotion, which again, I always for any horror movie, I like you don't need emotion in some horror movies and people are people were emotional creatures, but there is part of me that loves to go, all right, let's play it out if it's just purely done on logic. Mm. Will they win? Will this thing just be too powerful nonetheless? And I think this mostly plays as as that, which I yeah, for me is fun. It's like cool. They're mostly acting wise. They're using their big old science brains to try to logic their way out of this thing and contain it and destroy it in a multitude of ways. The one time they give into emotion is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And that's what kicks the whole thing off. If they hadn't been emotional to begin for that one moment, maybe this all could have been avoided. But Gyllenhaal's going to give into emotion as well. It seems to be he and Ryan Reynolds, who are very much like to Beck Ferguson, what the fuck are you doing? We've got to get in there and help right. him. I mean, because that's what her job is. Is she's the she's defense. What she it's like critical response. Something her thing was like. Imagine the very worst thing that could ever happen. That's 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 what's going on in her head constantly. Yeah, yeah. Love. How do I stop this? She's a great character and she acts pretty well. But like, I just feel like once it breaches the glove, Mm. if they hadn't gone in there to save him, it still would have fucked up the the ship or whatever and got its way out, right? I think so because it would have got the rat. Obviously, it would have eventually eaten him. Yeah. In which case, yeah, it's, now it's, it's pretty it's enormous. Big. Yeah. And also, then it's it's quite strong. Like it would just punch through the vent. Right. Like even the decisions they they get they get to a point where they kind of have a little win mm. where it's outside. And yeah. It's in the in the vents. They're like, great. It's in the thrusters. We're fine. Yeah. But then the problem is because it's in the thrusters now. The the space stations are decaying orbit, and it's like right if we turn the thrusters on. To rebalance our orbit, we'll let it back in. Right. But if we don't turn the thrusters on, we'll crash on Earth with it inside us. Yes. Like, yeah. they just, yeah, every yeah. time they solve a problem, the, again, the writing creates another one. It's really yeah. good. And I also like that the problem isn't like, oh, we might die. They're actually, it feels like, all willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, 100%. They, they are astronauts. They know what they are signing up for, which I really respect. But the problem is, yeah, unfortunately, the orbit is so close to Earth, it's going to head back down. Correct. So if they, like, I fully feel like for these characters, if they could push the orbit in the other way so that they, and even their expensive space station and this alien all got lost in space. Great, they would have made that choice. Yeah. But it never really eventuated in that way. It's very funny too that that shuttle comes out for what they're like, oh, it's a rescue mission. And then they very quickly realize, oh, no, it's going to push us, it's yeah. pushing us deeper into space. Yeah. Great, because it, it should. It like, knows what it's again, doing. And then Haruki's like, great, I'm going to go be like, okay, fuck. And then he fucks it because he goes over there. But again, yeah. he's making a, a like his, his intent behind doing what he does makes sense. Yeah. Even, um, what's the name of the, the other woman on board who ends up outside the ship who's then like, I'll just let go. Yeah, yeah. I'll die. So that fuck her death is fucking brutal. She drowns. Yeah, yeah she, drowns. she drowns. That is yeah. so rough. But she's and then like, she's locking the door. She keeps locking, and they're like, "No, no, you got to turn it the other way." No, she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, 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 she's yeah. trying to lock the door because she's like, "If I go back, she's in- like the captain, right?" I think yeah, she was. She's, she's the, the leader. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, everyone makes from maybe that first initial bit, mm. which causes, I guess, the kicking over of the stones. Right. That's a bit unwise. But I feel like every decision they make, like even yeah. we've talked about a lot. Even the ending mm. is is the correct choice. Right. One of us. Takes it into space. Yeah. One of us lands. That's yeah. that's it. Yep. Great. Perfect. And then the movie's like, "Hey, fuck you." Gonna flip that script. <laughs> it's baby. a massive that is fuck brutal. You. Yeah. Bad guys win always hurts. Yeah. It does. It really does hurt. I think this movie it absolutely works for the movie. Yeah. yeah, it does. I will say I've got one little beef in the wise or foolish in that I think the alien is too wise. 
how is it so like if it is like amoeba amoeba ish you're like okay i don't know what your brain size is and so like literally it is figuring out mechanics of this environment like it's figuring out oh i've got to turn this thing this way i've got to mm. sneak through this thing like it seems too intelligent to me it learns and very again, quickly alien, so like who knows right? that, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, you're approaching it from human intelligence right. you, or, or just any kind of, of mammalian i suppose or earth intelligence of yeah. any kind movies yeah, yeah. and like it's I got guess, movie brain and uh, also yeah. it's it's that thing too that I love is that it is they don't know how fast it learns, but they learn in that first initial bit that it learns pretty quickly. Yeah. Like even the fact that it's like, oh no, nah, I'm not going for the knife, I'm not fucking stupid. Right. Does, does it learn from contact with people as well? Like we I guess we don't know. As in if it absorbs their knowledge Possibly, and memories. Yeah. Because yeah, to me I'm like, this is literally for this thing, this is the most foreign environment it could ever have. Yeah. Human inventions are not inherently logical, yes. especially Big ones like those where they're like so. Uh, Is it absorbed Ryan Reynolds' knowledge? Like maybe, but if that's the case, I don't know that I love that personally. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. again, I've just got to let it go. It's yeah. an, like I said, it's an alien, whatever. But yeah. part of me is like, God, this thing is like knowing, like even just to work a fucking door handle. Like, yeah, come on. But to be fair, we Science also don't. Boy, know- he's not happy. He's not happy. I respect it. To be fair, we don't know what the life on Mars was like before it wiped it out too. No, we don't. But uh, again, this thing was a single cell a second ago, and yeah. now it is like got complex thoughts and like uh, I because don't know. it's an alien. Yeah, it's a- like alien is the answer for that. I want yeah. Team Alien. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he did all the right things. Right, good on him. Uh, also, like I suppose he's jumping back of a sector where we scared Gyllenhaal in the thing while it is like yep yep coming on him, mm. and then when they the guys on Earth open it up and it is like. I don't even know what it is. Again, yeah, that's the whole point. Utterly fucked at that. And he's just like, his face screaming. He's like mummified in there yeah. trying to tell them not to open yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just that the shot too of like he's trying to like pilot the thing and it starts attacking his hands. Yeah. Fucks him up. The ship crashes. And then the way they do the trick of both ships spinning. Right. You see sort of Ferg you looking out. She's one. breathing. Yeah, You're like, yeah. okay, what's happening here? Then you see Gyllenhaal's like slowly being absorbed and fucking venomed. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Rhett. <laughs> <laughs> The the way they pull that off, and you're watching it, and you're like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna be, they're not gonna be cunts, are no, they? Oh, big no. time! And then, then like you get that, it's the, it's when the shuttle hits the water, and you get that shot of the thing spinning mm. and the breathing, and then you're like, oh no, Ferg's in space. Yeah. Fuck, Ferg's oh, in space. Everyone gets heartbreaking because the then she's like, you see the moment. Not my Ferg. That well, hurts. Oh, she's screaming. Time. It's just spinning away. Yeah, it's got big. Um, her reaction. To realizing that she's fucked has big scene in the dark night where Maggie Gyllenhaal realizes that she's not going to be saved. Right. Just that, like, I-, I do love that scene because the whole way through they're like, "Yep, it's going to be you," and she's like, "I know, I know, it's going to be me. I just need you to calm down." And then when he's like, you hear him being like, "No, don't save her," she's like, "Oh, it's it's heartbreaking." <laughs> Ferg has the same thing, just this realization of like, "I'm dead," and that, oh no, we've yeah. we've we fucked it. I don't think she takes it quietly though. She's no. screaming, "No, no, no, scream!" But it's but it's the it's moment horrible. of. When I say quietly, it's the same thing. That moment of like, just as it hits her, there's just that moment of like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Brutal stuff. Boys. How are we doing this? Oh, we are dead, baby. <laughs> what are we even doing up there? We are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're dead for sure. Yeah. But we don't go in the room. No, I don't think that like, matters. We, I, I, again, I do. You, you I, know the thing that, so you know when Hiroyuki's hiding and he jumps into the pod? Yep. Is yes. that an escape pod or is that just like a sleep pod? Well, he's trying to get over to the pod. No, so it's he can, a sleep pod. A sleep, a sleep, pod. sleep yeah. pod. Okay. Damn. There's a part of me that's like, maybe we can jump in those and get the fuck out of there. But Yeah. Like, that's such a tragic shot, too. He's looking. He's got the little pictures of his family there. Oh, yeah. man. Even this the poor bastard wasn't there for his kid's birth. Like, yeah. he assumed they got pregnant after he got, you know, subscribed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Really, again, it's fucking brutal. I was about to drinks. say he wasn't there for the birth of his kid because she got pregnant after he went into space. <laughs> and I was like, well, Damo, then, uh, technically, he wasn't there for the birth of his kid at all. <laughs> uh, I've, got a, um, I've got a fun thing to tell you about how babies are made. We'll, we'll have a chat after this episode. Okay, I'm yeah. very curious. Uh, this feels like a no escape situation. Big time. Yeah, big time. Um, we just died. But we're, we're astronauts, three astronauts here. Yes, we've done and I think training. we just go, we're going to push it out as far as we can. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so too. Well, that, that'll save the day, right? If we, uh, can we the, blow the up the space station? To not get it on Earth. Yeah. yeah, I think we are dead regardless. Yeah, for sure. So I think yeah, if we can blow up the space station, push it out into space, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's the only real win I can. How see. long can it survive outside of? Pretty fucking long, dude. It was living on Mars as a single cell. Th- this is the issue then, because also it's just going to eat all of us. It's going to get bigger and bigger, and then just float to Earth. Yeah, and it never really sort of talked about how this thing reproduces. Mm. So it feels like a single, like a giant single cell to me. You know me. what? Though, sorry, just quickly, I feel mm. like to survive re-entry into Earth, it's got to be inside a ship or something, though, right? No, they said this thing can survive re-entry. Like they they pointed that out a few times because because it, it's inside <laughs> the thrusters and they pump the thrusters and it doesn't die. Yeah, it is well, like it is an extreme of fire. It can handle anything. everyone's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't think we can even destroy it. Hmm. I don't think blowing up the ship actually destroys it. Okay, so we've just got to get... We've got to actually turn the space station yeah. around and just blast it as far, away as, far away as we can. So that it can't float it's to, way Earth. to Earth. It, it gets yeah. too far away and... Um, I don't know if we can get far enough away. <laughs> can we... Here's a question. Can we shoot space with a gun? <laughs> can we just kill all of space? Okay. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. I mean, I reckon that's the way to go. There's no way to beat this thing. No, no. there's not. No. That's a pretty... So, like, say it gets to Earth. So what is it? Just indestructible? Yep. Yeah. It's going to qu- very quickly wipe out all of Earth. And this is where I'm like, how, how much does it replicate? How much does it like? Because that was another thing I thought. If this thing can grow from a single cell, if it can- Split. Split. There's two of them. Then there's really no- Then there's like absolutely no- In the famous that. words of the Trade Federation. Oh, no. Now there are two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Life is, uh, life is bleak. Hey, boys. Yeah. Would you, you say know? that uh, life- Finds a way to kill you. Yes. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. I would also say that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners like this show would like to help us out, you can, of course, head over to patreon.com forward slash scary boys and become a patron for just $5 a month. That's $5 Australian. For everyone else, that's even cheaper. So have a think about that. Yeah, dollars fucked. (laughs) Yeah. We're in a real bad way right now. (laughs) And you guys can benefit from that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Otherwise, if you'd like to help us out, you can leave us a review wherever you listen, as that does help a bunch. Or if you want to send us an email to say hi, recommend a movie or all that other good stuff you can email us at three scared boys at gmail.com or find us on instagram at scary boys podcast or on twitter at scary boys individually i'm at midday pajamas i am screaming in space i'm also screaming in space hey, good for you boys doing it together Love ah! stay scared everyone <laughs> chunky little boys